talking gear. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, I love it when we cover something first here on Montana Talks. Uh, I love it when we cover something, and, and this happened yesterday. We, we covered this story in the uh, 7 o'clock hour of the program, and uh, we had uh, the great David Noble in the house with us, and, we, and he always uh, brings at least one woke update of the week and usually the whole hour ends up being a woke update but the uh the woke update of the week that he had for us yesterday was this this uh racist uh google gemini uh google has their own ai platform and i wasn't aware of that. i mean we've all heard about even if we don't know much about we've heard about chat gpt right but i didn't even know google had their own little ai deal going on with this uh, google gemini anyway so uh, actually the stories are still here uh that uh, that david been sent uh, to our producer Travis uh, to have on hand here. Google suspends Gemini from making AI images of people after a backlash complaining it was woke. Uh, look, woke, whatever you want. It was just wrong. It was it's historically inaccurate. Uh, anyway, there was another headline here. Where was this from? Anyway, the headline Google updates Gemini AI apologize for woke inaccurate imagery basically it didn't matter who you typed into this artificial intelligence platform it could have been you know there, the the one photo that's getting a lot of attention was basically it, it looks like george washington it looks like you know uh the revolutionary war uh, commander it looks like uh, the first president of the united states george washington but he's black still got the white locks on the side too but that's all right i mean frederick Douglass had uh, had the white locks kind of like that too a little more salt and pepper but uh, <laughs> but you could tell like it's supposed to be a photo of george washington and instead, uh, they made him black, and they made everybody black. I mean, as David talked about yesterday, you could have, you know, asked for some, uh, you know, I, I think he even, did he bring up the Vikings reference? You know, the Norwegian Vikings, and uh, now they're all black, uh, according to uh, according to Google's AI. But what was funny about it is, so today, this morning, I'm, I'm getting ready for the show, doing show prep, checking a bunch of different news sources. So, of course, you know, we are your Fox News affiliate. Here on 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL Billings here in the early morning hours. And so, uh, so I'm scanning the Fox headlines. I'm seeing what all. And literally, like, if you watched The Five yesterday, if you watched Laura Ingram yesterday, if you watched Jesse Waters yesterday, they all were talking about this. And they all had individual uh, takes on it. And so just absolutely hilarious. But you heard it here first on Montana Talks with our woke update of the morning yesterday, the woke update of the week with with David Noble. Uh, so anyway, that's a, a part of why we always appreciate uh, David Noble uh, gracing us with his time here at least once a week. Because I know, you know, he's a he's a lawyer and he's got a very, a very big, important job. And uh, uh, but he, he frees up time to join us. So, hey, let's give him a, uh, a free plug here. He's got a uh, Twitch TV podcast at LectureFan, L-C-T-R-F-A-N. If you want to follow him on uh, Twitter, same handle, uh, lecture, lecture fan on uh, X and uh, in his Twitch TV podcast as well. So uh, he, it sounds like he has a ton of fun with that. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, the creepy climate cultists. Did you guys hear these, these climate cultists that disrupted an event featuring Montana's governor? This is like something out of like a, a horror flick. Wait till you hear it. Securing America. The Army honored Colonel Frank Rubio Thursday for setting the record for the longest space flight in American history. Colonel Rubio spent 371 days in space during a mission which saw him deployed to the International Space Station in September of 2022. 
the Secretary of the Army, Christine Wormuth, praised Rubio as a role model. You are a stellar example of the Army's core values and what it means to lead a life of service. Colonel Rubio says it was the Army that established the foundation for his accomplishments in space. They take young men and women and they shape us and mold us. And then eventually we become leaders of our nation, which is pretty incredible. And he added that he is still humbled by the chance to be one of the few to represent the U.S. in space. It's few things where you can say, hey, my job helps represent humanity. Uh, and that's a pretty powerful um, thing to be a part of. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. M-O-O-N, that spells moon. Uh, hey, hey I, I see we got Nancy and Roundup on the phone lines already wanting to talk about the, the moon landing. Yeah, I heard a little something about that. Uh, saw something about it. What, what, get ready to, to see the second landing on the moon, something like that. And uh, I know Nancy's been closely following all the NASA news. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play the audio of these creepy climate cultists disrupting an event featuring Montana's governor. I mean, this was like something straight out of like a, a weird, creepy Halloween movie. I mean, these, the, uh, the, the demonic sounding chants that these climate cultists were doing. And who in the Montana Democrat Party sees a video like that? Here's the creepy chants like that. And then says, oh, this is great. Yeah, let's share this on Twitter. Let's retweet this. I'm like, man, people, much like your candidates for governor and lieutenant governor, the the two Democrats, the two uh, rich liberal white guys, uh, you know, the, the lockdown lawyer and the... Uh, and the gun grabber, I, I, I don't know why you thought that was a good idea. I don't know why you think this is a good idea. It just makes you guys look completely creepy. And uh, and, and it, it makes you look like the climate cultists that you are. You literally look like you're in a cult. Uh, in the occult. Uh, <laughs> I'll play the audio for you in a second. But Nancy and Roundup's already on the phone lines. What's going on, Nancy? Hey, Moonwalkers here in Montana. I'm telling you, you guys get to see this event yesterday. I mean, did you actually get to see it live when uh, this uh, Odysseus, as uh, they're calling this uh, Nova Sea lander, uh, landed on the moon on, on the South Pole? I'm telling you, it was so cool. Uh, I subscribed to NASA, so I'm sitting here on my sacred instrument, my computer, and I get this notice. All of a sudden, a flash is live, and I get to see this event. It's fantastic. And uh, The first time uh, the U.S. has landed on the moon in 50 years, and it is actually a private company. It's called Intuitive Machines, and it's the first private business to pull off a lunar landing, so it's... Nope, I think you hit the mute button. There you go. Oh, you you muted for a second there. So first first private business to pull off a lunar landing. This was unmanned, right? Yes, uncrewed. Okay. But that's also part of this uh, Artemis uh, that they're getting ready. Remember, we're going to send a team of eight people on the moon, and they're going to be there for, oh, my God, a couple of years. And uh, this is gearing up towards that uh, adventure. So I just want to say that there's still hope for humanity. It's not all rotten and bad. You know, I I, uh, I wish more people would as, tune into As NASA. loony as everything well, can seem, right, in the midst yeah, of the lunar landing? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's such a cool thing to see scientists and people that are 
can get along with one another for uh, humanity and um, to get it, you know, really get involved in this fourth industrial uh, revolution that we're all in. But it was it, it was awesome. So. Anyways, oh, off to check go, it out. But yeah, I, I, I missed it. Yeah, off to check that out. Oh, you got it. You got to go to NASA. Uh, they, you can you can get the tape, the video. You can watch it. I'll have to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I I've mentioned this before. I don't, I don't know if you heard me mention this, Nancy, but you know, I yeah, I, I love the NASA news. I love the space news. Remember when when uh, SpaceX was doing training flights, uh, basing out of Bozeman, Montana. I thought that was just so cool and. You know some of the uh, uh, some of the flight patterns they were running and things like that. It's just so incredible. But I was always the type. I was like, that's cool that people you know want to go into outer space. But man, I do not want to be trapped on some little bubble like that way up there, <laughs> stuck with the same people for that long. But man, then I tell you what though, like after I got got a chance to fly with the U.S. Navy's Blue Angels. And we were only at twenty thousand feet, but I felt like we were we were rocketing into space when 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 that pilot uh, you know that Blue Angels pilot rocketed us straight into the straight into the sky, and you know we were spinning over a dozen times. We pulled seven point three G's, and then and then you hit that that you see so you pull seven point three G's, and then and then eventually you go zero gravity, and then negative uh, G's. And it feels like you're floating in space. And I was like, oh, my. In the view, I was like, oh, my goodness. I can see now why people want to go to space, why they would want to become an astronaut after experiencing something like that. So because I would have been the type before I'd be like, man, you know, Elon Musk, you guys, you guys go to space. You have fun. I'll be hanging out down here. But man, man, after flying with the Blue Angels, I'm like, man, if if I had that opportunity, I I would jump on it now. I would definitely jump on it now. It's just so absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, no, Nancy. Thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Now, how do you go from that to the creepy climate cult activists? Well, let's hold the creepy climate cult activists then for a for a little bit of for a for a little while here. Uh, for we'll save it for after the farm and ranch report for you here, since uh, the cr- creepy climate cultists are trying to shut down uh, farming and ranching. Um, but this actually ties in. One thing I, I almost just said there is. I told some friends at, at church, they said, what was it like flying with the Blue Angels? And I know some of you are like, Aaron, you've talked about this before. Uh, you know, and and I say, man, it was so incredible. It, you felt like Superman flying through the air because you could see everything. You felt the power of, of the machine. And, uh, and and it was just so incredible. And I was like, man, if, if this is – if you can have that type of an experience in a man-made machine – what would heaven be like, right? What, what, what is the, what is, uh, you know what I mean? What is eternity like if that's, if that moment was that cool in something that man could make and that man could fly? What, what would heaven actually be like? I, anyway, not to get all, you know, all, all uh, you know, sentimental with you here on a Friday, but Nancy talking about, you know, astronauts in space just got me thinking about that in, in terms of just uh, how crazy it is that we can do the things that we can do in this day and age. Uh, but speaking of faith, did you guys hear uh, uh, President Donald Trump? Uh, he he uh, he made some news here. Let's see. He was at the National Religious Broadcaster Convention in Nashville, Tennessee last night, and he laid out his plan to address the anti-Christian bias in the federal government. So some good remarks from President Trump to go to combat this anti-Christian bias in the American government. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, with quite a few state legislatures in session across our region, 
We're keeping an eye on several bills affecting farmers and ranchers. And this morning, we have an update out of Nebraska where a bill that would require certain school lands to be open to the public for hunting. With more, here's our network's Rachel Gable. Bill LB 1247 was introduced by Senator Ben Hansen, a Blair Republican, in an effort to open additional lands to hunters in the state. By his own admission, the bill met a great deal of opposition, and he did say he will not continue to pursue it during this session. In his statement of intent, Hansen said the lands included must have a public road access point and will not include land already used by the Board of Educational Lands and Funds for Wind Energy, Solar Energy or Recreation. Walk-in hunting access would require an access stamp from the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. According to the fiscal note prepared by the BELF, the bill would result in a loss of over $3 million in funds to benefit schools, and it would be a use of trust funds that is contrary to the Constitution. One of the tenants that leases a number of tracts of school lands is Haythorn Land and Cattle Company. Jody Haythorn said they have serious concerns about this bill that would allow hunting on their leases. We've got tremendously high land um, taxes anyway, where we, you know, supposedly to support our schools and they go up about 20% on valuation each year. You know, the ranching is tough enough in Nebraska with the taxation thing. For the Fins Post Magazine and Western Ag Network, I'm Rachel Gable. All right, thanks a lot, Rachel. Stay with us. We'll have more Ag News right after this. Join Elbar W Cattle Company on Friday, March 8th at 1 p.m. for their 2024 offering of yearling and age-advantaged bulls at their sale barn located in Absorkey, Montana. Elbar W Horn Hereford bulls are raised and developed for longevity, fertility, and predictability. A great offering of full brothers and several half-brothers will sell. Check out LBARW.com for featured plots or to request a catalog. We look forward to seeing you Friday, March 8th, 1 p.m. in Absorkey, Montana. Sale season's here again, and there are a lot of black-headed Angus bulls on the market. But not all of them are registered. Why take the risk? Don't gamble on unproven genetics. Invest wisely with registered, powered-by-Angus bulls. Backed by the power of the American Angus Association and 80 million data points, registered Angus bulls give you the confidence in your buying decisions. Don't buy an imposter. Look for the registration number. Buy the power. Buy registered Angus bulls. Well, the U.S. Wheat Associates has a responsibility to help the world's wheat buyers, flour millers, bakers, and wheat food processors better understand how U.S. farmers produce higher-yielding, higher-quality wheat while using methods that are better for the planet we all share. And their new Stories of Stewardship focuses provide specific examples of this type of commitment. In fact, the National Association of Wheat Growers has reported that between 2018 and 2021, wheat farmers entered over 7,500 contracts with the NRCS through the Farm Bill Conservation programs and before we go this morning we want to congratulate our teammate lane nordland and his wife julie on the recent addition of their new baby girl she's certainly precious and joins her big sister for the western egg network i'm russell nimitz
talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Ah, the creepy climate cult activists. <laughs> the creepy climate cult. How did the Democrat Party go from the CCC, you know, which built trails and roads and infrastructure, to now the creepy climate cult activists that wants to tear all of it down? And destroy it all. You know, just a hundred years, they went from the uh, CCC that built things to the CCC of the creepy climate cult. Uh, let's see, where is it at here? Oh yeah, so, so uh, apparently, uh, apparently, Governor Greg Gianforte, being the nice guy that he is, was at some event for is it the Bipartisan Policy Center? Yeah, Bipartisan Policy Center. Um, yeah, I don't know much about them, but but apparently some nut job left wing activists uh, infiltrated the bipartisan policy center, and they started disrupting the event. Well, and what's crazy about it is, so this this uh, spoiled white liberal uh, kid gets up in the middle of the event and starts disrupting the event, and then eventually the protesters go in the background with their signs and their creepy uh, cult uh, chants, but like. There was a Q&A session that was a part of the event. So they literally could have taken part in the Q&A session at the end. But see, that, that's, what they, that's not what they wanted. See, they wanted to go there and disrupt the event and, and be shameful. Uh, and they invoked the names of the governor's kids with their creepy chanting. I mean, just disgusting. Um, but, but it just is another reminder that these people are in this creepy climate cult. And this is a religion to them. Uh, but here's the thing. Now I see uh, Color 8 did a, a big story basically giving this, these creepy climate cultists what they wanted. Uh, ABC Fox stations, I think same ownership. They, they did this big story. And it's like, why do you give these these people the attention they so desperately crave? It's just like it's just like when they give the mass shooters the attention they so desperately crave. Why do you reward these these creepy climate cultists? But listen to part of the chant that they shared via, via Twitter. And, that, and that's what look, if you're going to give this any attention, you expose these people for the creeps that they actually are. All the children of America and of the world deserve a livable future. And fossil fuels, right? And fossil fuels. God, oh, can't you just see like something out of like The Exorcist? Uh, you know, so you can see one of these creepy climate cultists just being elevated uh, in some some weird tattered dress. And fossil fuels, Greg. And fossil. F if I didn't play that audio, you would think I was being sarcastic. That they had this creepy climate and fossil fuels, Greg, and fossil fuels. You'd be like, Aaron, stop it. It's creepy. That's not what they actually sounded like. Yeah, you just heard it. They sound like a bunch of creepy cultists straight out of a horror movie. Is it Halloween? Good night. It's the end of February. Man, what a bunch of creeps. And who in the Montana Democratic Party said, oh, this looks great. Yeah, hey, tell all your Democrat Party activists in Montana to share this on the Montana Politics hashtag via X. Good night. They're nuts. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden announces there will be more than 500 new sanctions against Russia over the Ukraine invasion that started two years ago tomorrow and opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death in prison last Friday. To state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage. And it's amazing how... His wife and daughter are, are, are emulating that. The president's met with Navalny's widow and daughter. His mother says Russian authorities are demanding a secret funeral.
that she's seen her son's body but is not allowed to claim it. Uh, an Augusta University nursing student in Georgia is found dead. University of Georgia campus in Athens. Police say the body was found with visible injuries in a forested area behind the lake at the campus when a friend called them concerned that she had not returned from Iran. University says foul play is suspected. Foxes soup Guzman classes at both schools are canceled today. Stocks are basically flat ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News. Did, did I hear right? Did I hear this right on Fox and Friends earlier this morning? Uh, that story that you just heard about Joe Biden meeting with meeting with um, the widow of, uh, of of Vladimir Putin's chief political uh, rival uh, that he messed up her name. Did I hear that right on Fox and Friends earlier this morning? Certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, now, if you try to Google search that Google's not going to show you. You know, they're going to bury that type of a story. So you have to go seek it out and find it and get creative with how you find it because they're not going to want to share that information. My question is this. I wonder, did Joe Biden whisper into her ear, I'm the widow maker, too. I target my political opponents just like Putin does. Did he whisper that into her ear as he gave her a hug? Because that's exactly what the whole world sees as the hypocrisy of Joe Biden. You know, giving a hug to to the woman who who just had her her husband killed by Vladimir Putin because he was a critic of Vladimir Putin because he was the chief political rival of Vladimir Putin. Uh, Joe Biden is using Putin-esque tactics in America against his chief political opponent. And he doesn't just stop there. He goes after Christians. He goes after peaceful pro-life protesters and more. Uh, all right, uh, I'll play the uh, the Trump sound bites uh, where he is, is pledging to push back against the anti-Christian discrimination going on inside of our federal government. But first, we got another caller on the phone lines right now, and the number for you two nine four zero nine seventy. Stephen Ballantyne, what's going on? Morning, Aaron. You got got me going with that chat where you're saying you couldn't already hear. Well, in fossil fuels, when is the other side going to realize that anything and everything that they hold, walk, put on, everything is fossil fuels. Are they going to show up on a horse using a vine for a, for a reins in nothing but their birthday suit? Everything requires fossil fuels. And they probably drove there in a car with gas. Yeah. You know, and their their plastic just, signs are made of fossil fuels that they held up. Everything. everything I mean, yeah. everything. The clothes, 90, you know, probably 90% of their clothes was made out of polyester. The makeup, the makeup that the dudes were wearing, the climate cult activists, <laughs> is petroleum-based in many instances, right? Yeah. I, what, do they not realize? Are they that, are they that stupid? they got to be that stupid. Well, I, th- uh, I think the young be- ones are. The older ones are just are, are just that uh, they're just that big of liars uh, and propagandists. Yeah. yeah, it just it just it drives me nuts that they sit there and want to get rid of fossil fuels, but they there's nothing. There's not, not even a doorknob that they touch to walk into a room. There's nothing that re- it all requires fossil fuel. The soles I, on I, I their shoes, it. the soles on their feet require fossil fuels. Yeah, great point, Steve. Thanks for the call. Quick break. Back right after this.
Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, this is one of the best headlines of the day. This has got to be one of the best headlines I've seen in a while here. Uh, TheDailyCaller.com. Just when you think Kamala couldn't get cringier, she literally pulls something out of the bag. Pulls something out of the bag. She wouldn't take uh, questions at this press event in, I think she was in Michigan, wouldn't take any questions. But then when she goes shopping, just like Joe Biden has to talk about what flavor of ice cream he purchased, she had to talk about some, uh, I I think, uh, uh, toys that she purchased at a music store or something like that. So just when you think Kamala couldn't get cringier, she literally pulls something out of the bag. We'll get to that story here at some point this morning. But first, I, I told you we'd talk about this one. Yeah, President uh, Donald J. Trump, he was uh, spoke at the National Religious Broadcaster Convention in Nashville. To, you notice I wasn't at that one, right? They're like, uh, Aaron, you still need some work, pal. Uh <laughs> You're on the radio, but this is the uh, religious broadcaster convention. Uh, you got to clear a few more hurdles before you can be a part of our outfit here. Uh, point taken. Point taken. I. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sure there's some great folks back there. But anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the former president laid out his plan to address what he claims is anti-Christian bias in the federal government. That's not a claim. That's a fact. I will create a new federal task force on fighting anti-Christian bias. It's become a very big term, anti-Christian bias. Not believable that you have a term like that. Yeah, but it's happening, of course. We see it across the board. Uh, No pun intended with that line there, by the way, either. Uh, Let's see. Here's what else President Trump had to say just about how he's making a great point here. It's it's not just about anti-Christian bias. We have seen the way that that the, the same folks that are anti-Christian are are anti-Semitic. They're just anti-faith. They're anti-Judeo-Christian. How any Christian can vote for a Democrat, Christian or person of faith, person of faith, how you can vote for a Democrat is crazy. All right. There you go. There was a couple of remarks uh, from President Trump at the uh, at the convention in Nashville yesterday. All right, Stephen Miller was a top aide uh, to uh, former President Trump. He was really kind of the, the architect, along with the president himself, of his uh, immigration uh, strategy and securing our southern border. He was uh, Stephen Miller was on with Sean Hannity last night, uh, talking about uh, you know Joe Biden. And if you haven't seen the video, uh, there was new video out showing uh, Joe Biden who is now exclusively using the short stairs on Air Force One instead of the longer stairs. He's exclusively using the short stairs. Now they also have a Secret Service agent posted at the bottom of the stairs because they are just expecting a fall at any moment. And so so anyway, Biden's uh, stumbled a couple of times going up the short stairs. Here's what Stephen Miller had to say. Sadly, Joe Biden's decline is so pronounced, not even a pair of Trump sneakers can save this man. It gets worse every week, every single day. The physical decline, the cognitive decline, the decline in appearance, in vibrancy, in dynamism. He's literally decaying before our eyes. And that is why the Democrat Party is in a state of panic. They are trapped. 
Joe Biden is unwilling to step aside. He spent his entire life dreaming of nothing else but being president since he was a little kid, his entire career, and he's not going to let this go. They're going to have to grab it out of his hands. And yet they know the American public has already made up its mind. Joe Biden is too frail. Joe Biden is too weak. Joe Biden is too confused. The idea that the most powerful nation in the world has a president that our friends and foe alike understand has senile dementia is a national security threat. And of all of the vulnerabilities the Democrats face heading into November, and it is a long list, inflation, war raging around the world, a wide open southern border, Joe Biden's radical mental incapacity has surely become one of the absolute top issues on the minds of all American voters. All right, that was Stephen Miller on with Hannity last night talking about Joe Biden. What about number two? What about Vice President Kamala Harris? Uh, listen to this report uh, from Fox News where she refuses to take questions at a public event with the press. Also, listen qu- closely in the background uh, to the first couple of seconds here because you can hear the press guy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's not saying thank you. He's saying, get the heck out of here. You get the heck out of here. No, not taking any questions from you. You know, but but instead it's, well, well thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's it's kind of like whenever these senators refer to each other and they're like, well, to my distinguished colleague from the great state of Alabama, they're not praising the guy. That's their way of saying, OK, you, you jackwagon from Alabama. Let me tell you what I really think. Uh, but but it's, it's in the United States Senate. So they have to pretend to be a little bit more dignified right there. Same thing with these uppity press handlers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Madam Vice President, I thank you so much. Madam, thanks so much. Let's head out. Can we see it there in Grand Rapids, Michigan? Yesterday, Kamala Harris didn't want to take any questions from the press unless they were prepared in advance, but she was very happy to go off script during her shopping trip. So you want to know that I got the George Clinton doll. Does everybody know who George Clinton is? Do you know Keefunk? No. Okay, well, there is lessons to be taught, like Bootsy Collins. Anybody know who Bootsy Collins is? Okay, so there's some education that needs to be done. I can see that. George Clinton, was was he the guy with the cigar at the White House? Or Bootsy, was that the blue dress? Was Bootsy in the blue dress? I, I You got to help us. You know, we got some younger listeners now, Kamala. So you got to give us a learning lesson here. Uh, but, yeah, she's more than willing to talk to the press when she's, you know, pulling little toys out of her shopping bag, just like... Joe Biden is more than willing to talk to the press when he's, you know, telling you what his favorite brand of ice cream is or, you know, but serious actual questions. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Concha weighed in very early this morning. It was before 4 a.m. Montana time on uh, on the early edition on Fox News. It's good to see Team Biden is consistent with the way they handle the press, whether it's Joe Biden, get out, get out, whenever the press tries to ask any questions at public events, and now we're seeing it with the vice president as well. It's really impossible. Think about this for a second. In the past three years, when have we ever seen Kamala Harris take a question outside of a controlled environment or hand-picked host? 
I can't remember, yeah. right? And and God forbid she's asked about, I don't know, her progress in terms of finding root causes of illegal migration at the U.S. southern border. That was her number one job. And now we see not only people are coming from Central America, but we see them coming from China, and we see them coming from the Middle East. The bottom line is that most Americans don't believe that Kamala Harris is ready to be president, and she is one heartbeat away from an 81-year-old president from doing so. And when she does doesn't take questions in these situations. It only leads and only intensifies that feeling that she ain't ready. Well, and if, if she was ready, uh, the, the, man, would they have already made the move, right? But that Daily Caller headline was just classic. Just when you think Kamala couldn't get cringier, she literally pulls something out of the bag. Well, since we're pulling stuff out of the bag, I got a little little grocery sack here. Let's see, what am I going to pull out of the bag? Ooh, uh, hear that? So these are these are salted caramel chocolate clusters. How's that sound? Salted caramel chocolate clusters. Got some protein chips here, the nacho cheese flavored one. Those are good too, man. Got some cookies. Got some cookies. We got all sorts of snacks here. Uh, but here's the deal: these are protein snacks. That's right. These salted caramel chocolate clusters. Um, I got them from Billings Last Diet. It's, it's, on the, it's on the grocery store shelves inside of Billings Last Diet. 180 calories. Uh, let's see. 11 grams of carbs, but 8 grams of fiber. So you subtract the 8 grams of fiber from the 11 grams of carbs. That gives you uh, net carbs of 3 net carbs. Now, I, I went to the University of Montana Journalism School, so my math is not that good. So, so Tim and Savage, well, maybe not Tim and Savage. Somebody check my math. <laughs> Somebody check my math there. But anyway, 15 grams of protein. So this is like eating a protein bar, but it's salted caramel chocolate clusters, and they're really good. Uh, you can get those from Billings Last Diet as well. You can use the remote option, or you can show up in person and see everything they've got on their uh, little grocery store shelf there. But, man, they got these uh, nacho-flavored, uh, you know, protein chips, and they're really good. Man, i tell you what. Uh, and, and, guys, I'm not on a diet right now. Everybody's like, oh, how's your diet going? Because I, I, I'm always happy to talk about Billings Last Diet. I'm not on a diet. I did my diet tune-up back in January, and it was great. That's how you stay on track. I check in with my diet coach once a month. For, it's like a quick 15-minute meeting. Go in, weigh in, check in. Okay, doing great here. Hey, maybe you can do this there. That's how you stay on track. Some of you, you want to get back on track. Well, call Billings Last Diet. Schedule a tune-up. Some of you are like, man, I've been piling on the pounds for several years now. I'm getting depressed about it. What do I do? Well, call 294-6751 or go to Billings Last Diet dot com and telling you this is the program that works they got a remote option as well your morning espresso starts right here it's the sean hannity morning minute i know in eagles pass and shelby park in texas as soon as they threw up the razor wire and they put up layer on top of layer on top of layer well guess what Illegal immigration crossings in the area stopped by 99.9%. And now the illegal immigrants and and the human trafficking, they've, they've just decided to move west. They're going where it's more open and easier for people to get in. In other words, razor wire and border walls work. And we proved it under the Trump administration. Biden undid all of those successful policies. And, and now, I, is he going to bring them back? Well, that would be like having to admit you're wrong.
The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Hey, you can give your home a new look this year with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, you save 40% off site-wide. Now, you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters, my favorite, their motorized options, and much, much more. It's all 100% online, the better way to shop. No pushy commission salespeople in your home. Blinds.com, they make it simple, simple, easy, easy. Anyway, you can do the measuring, the installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com handle all of it for you. No matter how many window coverings or window treatments you have, you only pay one low installation cost, whether it's one or 50. How cool is that? And forget about going through a long, boring, monotonous in-home consultation just to get a quote. Blinds.com also gives you free shipping and the best part, 100% satisfaction guarantee. What does that mean? If you're not happy, they will make it right. Anyway, shop Blinds.com right now. Save 40% off site-wide, 40% off for limited time at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, happy Freedom Friday to everybody out there. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour of the show, our friend George Blacker joining us for Freedom Friday. In fact, it was great. He he joined us for that Billings Christian School fundraising banquet on a Tuesday night featuring Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, helped me with the coin toss. So, uh, so anyway, it was great uh, having him there and going to be even better to have him here chatting with you uh, for Freedom Friday. First, uh, let's get to your weekly legislative update from our friend Jeff Lass. Lafay and the Montana Family Foundation. Last week, I had the pleasure of speaking to a group of people about politics, public policy, and the interplay between politics and religion. After the meeting was over, people came up to talk, and as is nearly always the case, someone said, "Thank you for what you're doing. I could never do that." I responded as I always do with a nod of my head and a quiet thank you, all the while thinking, "If you only knew the truth." I thought back on that incident and played it over and over in my mind, wondering why it makes me so uncomfortable every time it happens. Suddenly, it dawned on me, and that revelation became the genesis of this broadcast. It's time that we had a heart-to-heart to dispel some myths and set the record straight. I have no problem with folks who come up and say thank you. It's good to know you've been a benefit to someone in some way. It's the second half of the statement I have a problem with, the part where someone says, I could never do that as though those of us who do have been endowed with some kind of special talent that others don't have. The truth is, it's simply not true. It would be fun to think that God called me and prepared me in some special way for a life in government affairs, but if I'm to be honest with you and myself, it was born more out of a sense of anger and frustration than any sense of calling. It all began when my wife and I and our five kids were quietly living on our small farm, running a hydroponic greenhouse operation, and distributing hothouse tomatoes to a four-state area. Suddenly, Congress passed the NAFTA trade agreement, and it destroyed our market by allowing cheap government-subsidized Canadian tomatoes to flood the United States. I got so mad that I decided to run for office, and nearly everyone around me thought I was crazy. I just wasn't seen as a politician. My announcement did not come on the steps of the Capitol before a large crowd. It happened one evening in a living room in Laurel before the members of the Laurel Republican Club, which at that 
time consisted of about six blue-haired little old ladies. My speech was not delivered with confidence and eloquence. In fact, I remember practicing my speech one last time in our host's bathroom with shaking hands. I didn't have any special talents or experience or training. I was just a regular guy who was trying his best to make a living and support his wife and kids. So for someone to say they could never do this is simply wrong. The halls of the Capitol and our city councils and school boards are flooded with regular people who are doing it. The problem is, most of them are doing more damage than good. If you value family and God and believe in things like smaller government, individual liberty, and religious freedom, then it's time to step up to the plate. It doesn't take any special talent. It just takes an honest commitment to the things that we hold dear. If you want some direction on how to get started, please call me at the office. It's easier than you think. For the Montana Family Foundation, this is Jeff Lasloffy reminding you that this government is your government, and your input will make a difference. Contact the Montana Family Foundation at 406-628-1141 or on the web at montanafamily.org. All right. Thanks to Jeff Lasloff for that uh, weekly update. And yeah, you know, during the uh, Montana legislative session, of course, he, he turns that weekly update into a daily update. Always great information. Uh, George Blacker joining us for Freedom Friday coming up here in the, uh, in the next hour of the show. Uh, so I'll, I'll ask George what he wants to talk about for Freedom Friday, but what do you want to talk about for Freedom Friday? Uh, send us a message on the Montana Talks app. Oh, by the way, uh, our producer Travis found the story uh, I mentioned earlier. Did I hear right? Did Joe Biden screw up the name of Navalny's wife? Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Uh, wait till you hear how. I mean, I asked the question, what is he like? The, did he use Google's Gemini AI to come up with the name? Uh, <laughs> did he think she was black? I mean, come on, Joe. What the hell were you thinking, man? Anyway, that'll be coming up for, for uh, a very fun uh, Freedom Friday with George Blackford right after this.